0: I have Sadie from Eyes for Beauties here, and we're excited to dive in and share her story. So I'm gonna ask the deep question. How did we get here?
1: Hi, Naomi. It's so nice to finally meet you because I feel like we're always on social media, Mm -hmm. and that's how we actually became friends, through mutual friends, and I'm so happy to be here. So my story, I think I have. I've had a long journey. I'm a native native to Los Angeles, California. This is where I was born. Very humble beginnings. Obviously, like I'm Latina, Mexican American. My family migrated from Mexico, Yucatan, Mexico, to be exact. And my mom ended up marrying someone from Michoacan, so I'm like Yucateca and and Michoacana. So I I, I have so much pride in that, you know. And I come from, like I said, humble, humble beginnings. I had like my mom become a single mom. I was born here, but I think when I was like about one year old or two years old, my parents left each other and we moved over to San Francisco and then my mom completely remarried. And so I studied in the arts in San Francisco. And then from there, we were kind of like back and forth. But I feel like because of that, like just moving and always having to start over and like understanding that fresh starts are good things. Like, I kind of, that's what I I got from how to start, you know? Like, fresh starts are good things. And what else can I tell you? When we were out there, I learned so much. Mm -hmm. New beginnings are something so normal to me. Just because I feel growing up, I, you know, again, like, I had my mom and my grandparents helped. My mom would raise me for like the first few years, then my mom remarried. And I think that was such a good experience just to kind of like move from LA to San Francisco. And that's Mm -hmm. where I grew up for most of my life. And I was studying in the arts and that gave me a very different kind of point of view as far as like being a creative person, a creative mind and where I wanted to go with my life. And so I think at, 16 or 15 like my parents split and so then I came back to LA and here I kind of felt like I rebelled like I was kind of like I am so annoyed that like all of this was happening with my parents at the time and so I started looking for creative outlets to express myself and they feel like that's where I started getting into beauty and makeup that was kind of like an escapism for me you know and From there, that's where everything really started clicking for me. Like, I started connecting with friends uh, through beauty, doing hair. I would dye everyone's hair. Like, I remember, like, going to Sally's and, like, doing everyone's hair. And the thing that I, I noticed the most was how when you do beauty, it gives someone confidence. And I think creating art for me, it's like, it's it's through beauty and that makes someone feel something. And I think that if I accomplish that, then that is my happiest space, yeah. you know?
0: Oh my gosh, I love that so much. And you're so spot on with that because, because other did. I was just going through it, but I got a haircut. Yeah, like that boost of confidence that it gives you, you know, but um, I'm so inspired by how you were able to adapt to all of that, because, you know, change is hard, mm-hmm. and I think to be able to adapt so quick, that's honestly a gift, and I commend you for that, um, but I want to know how Eyes for Beauties was created, or, like, did you just wake up one day with the name? Um, how, how did you go about that?
1: So, okay, that all ties into the beginning of the story. I'm, like, to the beginning yeah. of the story kind of a little bit.
0: Uh-huh. Um,
1: so, from... I took a lot of influence from a lot of my childhood, like mm-hmm. watching my mom get ready, my tias get ready. Like, you know, they, they came in that like 90s era where it's like really vampy or like that very like, you know, Chicana aesthetic where it's like Chola vibes, you know, yeah. it's just like beautiful. It's like what was in our culture and what was represented at the time. Mm-hmm. So it took a lot of inspiration from that in its sense, like how the, that confidence transcends from your, your family and the women in your family, and then giving my friends confidence as I grew up and just realizing how much I love that art form. And Ice for Beauties came about because I had graduated in high school and then I went into business school and I just studied in a community college, nothing crazy, just a community college. And then from there, I went into cosmetology school But I originally wanted to be like an esthetician, right? Like I wanted to do skincare, I wanted to do makeup. And from there, I decided that I'm going to go with the cosmetology um, licensing because it was like what they pushed me to do, kind of. And then from there, I worked with so many different brands. Like once I got my license and I got like my credentials through so many different things. And it was there where I felt like okay I am I gonna continue to work for corporations or am I gonna work for myself because at some point like I just got tired of always putting myself and giving so much of myself 100% fully committed all the time and not really experiencing the growth that I wanted in my life and I think that a lot of the times I know this is gonna kind of sound shitty but like I felt like some people held me back because they knew what I what I was like the talent that I held and the things that I knew and they knew that I, I know that I intimidate a lot of people, and that's just something that I, mm-hmm. I always I always had, like, in my workspace. Like, I mm-hmm. intimidate people because, okay, well, there's a lot of knowledge here. There's a lot of this here, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what really made me think, like, do I want to continue to stay in corporate? Do I want to continue to be, like, low-bought for what I'm worth to? Like, my worth, mm-hmm. my self-worth as a person. Okay, so your self-worth, I think, is what really gets lost when you work for under certain people or certain brands and for me it's like i'm not saying like if you work for a small brand i think when you work under a small brand you get to know a lot on a personal level of the creator and the business aspect and you really get to learn people for who they are i'm talking about a corporation like sephora ulta beauty i worked for benefit cosmetics I worked for like really huge corporations Mm -hmm. and so you kind of get lost this lost in that way where you forget about yourself Mm -hmm. and that you're a human being and that you can't be anybody's savior at times I I really felt like that sometimes like I Mm -hmm. I just put so much of myself in there and it, it was it was a really good experience but at the same time like I lost a lot of myself in that and then I just realized, like, okay, they're lowballing me with, like, my pay. They weren't paying me what I was worth. They weren't really making me feel valued. And not just as, like, a worker, but as a person. Because I really believe in, in kindness and treating people well and, you know, showing up for people and loving and supporting other people. And that's just, like, what I believe in. And when you don't get that from, like, a brand that you've been working with for so many years... And you know, you let them know like what your interests are and like what your motives are as far as like I wanna grow, I wanna develop my skills, I wanna be more than just an employee, or right? I mm-hmm. just wanna be more than just yeah. there. You know what I mean? Just yeah. just exist. Yeah. I think when you you realize and you become very self-aware, mm-hmm. that's where your brand, yeah. that's where you understand like you yourself can be a brand. You yourself can be more than what is set in front of
0: you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I feel you one hundred percent because before this, I worked a nine to five, and it started as an accounting team, and then it eventually um, turned into a business management team where I went from accounting to like now there's we're partnered with a tax agency, and then it went from there to like now we're doing marketing and anything like a small business needed, like we had that team. And I remember I was like 20 years old and I was just excelling. I was like, I was good at everything. I was at a good place. I had good pay, even though I was like, you know, low mm-hmm. And then they introduced marketing and that's when I noticed, hey, like, I'm actually pretty creative and I'm actually a spontaneous soul. And I was just like helping 19 other businesses grow. But I was like, what about like, me what about what I want to do you know and that's when like you realize okay like I could stay here and get lowballed, or like I could go and create my own brand I could go and like for me it was like I'm gonna go embrace what my family has I know that it could go further so like it's just like taking that risk you know and I want to ask you like how did you decide to take that risk
1: so I started from like the bottom of the barrel I first started doing hair And then I went into like retail salon Mm -hmm. where it's like, you have to hit like a lot of numbers and goals. And in that sense, you become like your own business person. You start becoming a businesswoman. you have to. Yet there's a lot of creativity involved, but there also, there's a lot of numbers involved. And Mm -hmm. that's like where I was kind of really upset because I'm like, I'm creating, but it's also like I'm having to target like certain numbers Mm -hmm. or push things on people that I didn't want to push. And, you know, that's where, like, it really drove me to, like, okay, think about it. Like, are you doing this because you're really passionate about it? Which I was passionate about it. But I also felt, like, because it was so much more about numbers, that's, like, really what drove me to just see, like, you know what? Like, if the money comes with my creativity and my passion, that's great. That's, like, the cherry on top. But for me, it's more about, like, sharing the love and that confidence yes. versus like you know making
0: XML. Mm-hmm. yeah i love that and i feel like we relate like on that level because that's the same i don't know that was always like in, in the back of my mind as well because everyone was like you know what like you're making 20 bucks an hour at like nineteen twenty, which you think about it it's good but like to be doing all of that it's really not and I was like okay like I'll have something secure right here but then like I'm going to live with like hey like did I take the risk like no and I was like okay I'm doing this because I'm passionate and if the money comes with it cool yeah and like once you're doing what you love like it doesn't feel like
1: work no it doesn't feel like work but taking that risk again it's it's wild so after working Mm -hmm. with like that company which was retail salon I went into more of a private sector of a salon uh-huh. and I was working with celebrities and they still do. Uh-huh. You know, I have a celebrity based clientele. I do actresses, curvy models, radio hosts, mm-hmm. all kind of podcasts, you know, podcasts yeah. with all kind of people uh-huh. in, in this um, world and walk of life. And I, you know, just like your normal people, which I love like your moms and I have scientists and doctors and lawyers. And I love all of that. And uh-huh. I think the biggest risk like, you know, working in those settings, like, it opened my mind to so many things. Like, first of all, like, I I didn't like people's personalities, and, and that's something that I think really drove me to take the risk to do my own thing. Because, like, I felt like certain personalities in that aspect was really hard to work with. Like, sometimes just the brands that I worked under in the private sector it was very difficult because it becomes more personal Mm -hmm. and that was one of the like things that I I had to realize like you need to learn how to balance like your work and personal life and then when I moved from that celebrity setting I went back to the bottom of the barrel I had hit rock bottom I was getting paid my lowest amount of money but in all the things that I've experienced I've picked up so many skills and trades and so many different ways of working and creating that that's when I really decided to take the risk. I was like, what? Like, why did I have to go through such a hard journey? Like, cause for me, my my experience was like, it was beautiful, it was a hot mess. It was all the things, you know, it was all the emotions. It was all, it was like just a big hot mess. And I was like, what What am I learning from this? Like, what? why am I, why is this happening, you know? anything that's what it was it was it's kind of like that big push to take the risk to just do my own thing just like go ahead and do it even though you're scared even though you don't know nothing because I honestly started from scratch like I didn't know shit I didn't know nothing nothing I just knew that like I hit the bottom of the barrel
0: Uh
1: at my last job and it's so funny because like you know how I was saying at the beginning of my career I was like I really want to, you know, grow and evolve and learn more skills and get more into like the management and business aspect. But then I was like, I'm too creative, a creative mind to do that too. Like I've just always been fighting myself. It's like the artist fights with the business woman. And it and it's just like a pull like that's just like my life. And it's just this it's it's cool, but it's it's been really a really sad journey because of it, you know? But that's what really pushed me to take the risk. I was like that hot mess. And that last, last job that I held, I was making the least amount of money I ever made. But I learned a completely different skill that I've never known, which was threading. And then I ended up getting into management. So I grew in both aspects of what I really was going for. And that's when I was like, okay, you're running a shop. you're, You're running a team. You're giving yourself, you're giving all of yourself. Like, I didn't know anything, but that's, I guess, the beauty of taking the risk. Like, life is a gamble. Nothing is certain. It's never been certain. You know how everybody's, like, in this pandemic saying, like, life is uncertain. It's uncertain. I was like, but when was it certain?
0: Exactly. (laughs) it's crazy how, like, sometimes the questionable seasons are the ones that propel the most skills for the next chapter, because, you know, now that you mentioned COVID, I remember like everything was still like, that's like, I think COVID was when I learned the most and that's when life was still. And I was like, well, like, why is this happening? And then my, like, I remember my dad saying, just embrace it. Like, who cares? just embrace it and then like now i look back and I'm like wait like i really survived that so like now if i go through something like that eh, you know it's, it's not as big as what we overcame yeah but those skills that the uncertainty the uncertainty brings they really do propel you they really do shape you mm-hmm. and that's what i've seen like with your entire journey and i'm, I'm excited Hearing about it, because everyone always raves around like about your work. Oh, thank
1: you so much! Oh my God, and let me tell you, I, I'm, I'm telling you, this is like the first time we meet, which is so beautiful to me, and I'm so excited to meet you because I, I see your social media, I see what you do for your family, I see the businesswoman in you, I see you thriving, I see you setting goals and achieving them, and. For me, you're so young, but that inspires me because even though, like, I'm telling you, I knew nothing about it. Like, I did and I did it. Like, okay. I did know about business in that sense that it was more corporate, but, like, to actually branch out and do it do it by yourself, like, bringing it back to basics from the ground up, that kind of work, it's intense. And I give it to you for, you know, like, starting and helping and getting hands-in and being hands-on with your business. That's beautiful, and that's super inspiring to me.
0: Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. And I'm excited to meet you as well, Maria, Lulu. They always rave about your work. <laughs> so I, I was just like, oh, my gosh, like, I have to meet her. And I see, like, your posts on TikTok, and they're so creative. And I know for me, like, to even post, like, now I have, like, help. And, like, my dad, Um, he's getting a little more hands-on because there's just so much going on. But to even post on social media, that takes energy, and you're very consistent with it. And I <laughs> want to like, how? Like, where do you get these ideas from? It takes energy, and you know, aside from that, you're a businesswoman who wears so many hats because so that—that's what you know, business requires. Yes, me too. Yeah.
1: Where do I get my ideas for TikTok? So for me, it's about being interactive. So I like to just pick. Any question, like Mm -hmm. it could be random. So Mm -hmm. what my, um, so I have two accounts. One of my TikToks is like my business and it Mm -hmm. kind of like really just focuses on the services that we do at the um, studio. So it's like skincare, permanent makeup and then hair removal and Mm -hmm. um, anything that has to do like with the face. So like that's the the main concern for the brand. Like we wanted to focus on eyes and face. Like Mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing. So I have that small account. And then I have, like, my personal, like, it's kind of like my artist account. And that one is based on beauty and kind of, like, just being a beauty guru. And, like, it's kind of like me working at my studio and then, like, answering questions and being interactive with the the people that just jump in there. And they're like, oh, what's your skincare routine? Or, like, hey, like, you you know, like, what's happening with you? And then that's. where i get a lot of my ideas from like you basically it's like me inspiring you but you inspire me more everybody around me inspires me inspires me more you know what i mean
0: yeah oh my gosh i love that so much and i want to ask like when was a moment because okay with business everything is so like at first everything is uncertain i don't know if this was how your cycle went but for me it was like yeah like so inspired like I'm going to start it, this and that. And then you, you get there and you're like, okay, like this is really hard. And then you just, you're riding the wave, you know. Mm-hmm. Was there ever a moment where you're like, I'm not going to make it? And how did you get out of that?
1: Honestly, I mean, when I opened, okay, I started from scratch. I, had no, I didn't even have a, like my clients contacts or anything. I've been working on some of my clients for years. I never mm-hmm. even had them in my contacts. I set up shop. And I'm like, build and they will come, you know, like yeah. build and they will come. Like that was just in my head, yeah. you know? And then once I set up, you know, I, I had got my little tiny baby studio and I set up and I, you know, I, I do all the business, like the behind the scenes, the paperwork, mm-hmm. the website, like I set up everything as a functioning business, a small little business. Yeah. And then I'm just waiting. And like, there was like, for the first few months, there was days where I had like three clients one client and it was just like in those moments and in those times where i was like am i really risking it all for like like what am i doing and the, the beginning like the first two years of starting a business those are the hardest yeah. and you know and honestly the, the moments when i did feel like that like i had some very great clients who would bring me flowers or like friends who would bring me (laughs) Chick-fil-A, you know, like the things that I like, I like Chick-fil-A, like and pizza, like I love Italian food and they, they, they would come and they would hang Uh out with me and just like give me words of encouragement. And I think if I didn't have like the friends and some of the family members Mm -hmm. that I do, I don't, I don't know how, where I would be. I don't know. Like, you know, I think sometimes people uplifting others and being kind that's like a huge thing that's a huge thing it
0: goes a long way Mm because like I know for us like after so we were closed we had Long Beach Mm -hmm. and that's what my dad ran and LA is like mine
1: and I
0: I didn't want to ask it was hard because I couldn't ask for help you know from the SBA because I was very new and then like it, it was just hard. This, like, I like wanted shut for, like, five months. It was ghost town, and, like, every time I would come, I would see, like, a neighbor, you know, gone, and you'd see a four rent sign, and you look left and right, and you're like, that could be me at any moment, you know? And mm-hmm. I just, I remember um, when I opened, I would have a few people coming in, because it was hard for restaurants and you're adjusting to this new reality and you're still like mourning, you know, business pre COVID and like, how are you going to adjust? But like any word of encouragement, like goes a long way. I remember there was this stranger, like um, I had my eyes were like watery because I wanted to cry. I just didn't want to show it. And it was me and my cook, who's like now the head cook. Now I like we have our team. And he came, he's like, hey, I don't know what you're going through, but like he's like, I um filed my business as a denture. And he's like, This is pre-COVID. And he's like, So the fact that you're here, like, you're gonna make I'm I'm gonna come back, you're gonna grow. And like, Mm -hmm. I don't know the guy, but he doesn't know how much that meant. Mm -hmm. So like after that was just like, Okay, be kind, be kind to everyone. I was like, I'm already nice, but like and yeah, you're super is, sweet I could
1: tell I can tell like I, I mean we're meeting for the first time but like I can tell through like just like the energy through your polls you know like, like sorry, your story how you share your story you could tell and I was sweet. like
0: anything like goes a long way yeah. you know because it's hard to, you know you're wearing so many hats like you're HR you're the creative mind like it's insane. You're, you're the, the marketer, the, whatever,
1: the person who battles <laughs> everything. Yeah. I
0: just can't the <laughs> everything, huh? I um I always joke with my dad because like growing up we would be like, Oh, like hombre de milusos <laughs> and like now he's like oh mujer de milusos and like now I'm just like okay, well it's because like as a business owner, you have to step into this position. If you don't know something, you figure it out. Yeah. And that's why I was just like, okay, like you know, force yeah no
1: and i think that goes a long way it's just like encouragement but say for example like resources for (laughs) pandemic like i was able to get a few grants like business grants and that's what actually helped my business so i apply i'll share the website with you i can i don't know it on top of my head but i have a yeah yeah
0: yeah, we don't
1: gatekeep anything that way you could just apply just have all of your ducks in a row i tell everybody like your paperwork like you know
0: for yeah I had like all of that but I was like a year and a half heading to two in and I was just like oh my gosh but again like that season propelled me because I was like okay I'm shy like I get it but I was seeing how social media changed people's lives I was like imagine for a small business and like once I started being intentional with it I saw you know you know the effect, mm-hmm. and I want to ask you too, like, what role has social media played for your business? Because I I seen it popping oh, up. <laughs> I seen it. up. What has it done?
1: Okay, so I met a um, lot of I feel like a lot a lot of beautiful women on yeah. TikTok, like. And I mean in the way of how they are, like yeah. their kindness, their hearts, opening up. They say strangers are your biggest supporters, uh-huh. and I really believe that. Yes. I, like I said, we met through mutual friends, uh-huh. which is Maria and Lulu, and both of them, they're like foodie creatives. And uh-huh. I honestly, even, it was so weird, because it's so weird. Like Maria and I were just kind of like reposting our stuff, or like liking our stuff, uh-huh. and like... I then Lulu, uh-huh. I met her at a night market. So my mom has a small little catering business, uh-huh. and she do, she does mind food. She cooks my food. It's very traditional. Uh-huh. And I met Lulu in person. And oh, she's my the she's the best. She was she's a foodie, so she's yeah. always recording, popping up at little markets. And her my mom had made her a torta, and her uh-huh. torta like just flies off her, <laughs> off her off her plate. And my mom had made me a torta, and I was like. Oh, my God. I feel so bad for the girl. I was like, you know, I, I was like, I feel so bad. I was like, don't worry, mom. I'm like, I'm going to go give this one to her. Aww. So I, I get my little torta oh, that my mom makes me. And I You're gave so it to sweet. Lulu. Yeah. And I was like, don't worry. I was like, don't worry. Like, this is on us. Like, it's OK. And so I gave her the torta. And then oh. it turns out that her and Maria also knew each other. And then it was kind of oh. like we built like this little, uh-huh. like, girl squad. You know what yeah, I mean? I and it's, it's just that. based on, like, food uh-huh. and like friendship and like like cheering each other on like hyping each other like being each other's biggest hype women,
0: women is a mm-hmm. <laughs> i could imagine it flying off
1: like <laughs> the, just and it was the last lord sort of
0: time <laughs> oh my
1: god it was funny oh
0: she's so funny um but yeah like i and i think after the pandemic that's when we were all left with that, that choice. like okay like as a community we really have to have each other's backs because you see like everyone else doing it Mm -hmm. and i was like okay like because i feel like the latina community for a while like it had this taste of like it was a very patty community Mm
1: -hmm. and i feel Mm -hmm. like with the
0: pandemic like now everyone's like okay you see everyone supporting each other what are we doing yeah and I know. I'm sorry. if I'm interrupting. Sorry. Okay. Uh But this is the craziest
1: thing, right? You're in LA, you're in California. You're like next door to Mexico. Like you're next door to Latin America. Uh Like just think about that as a woman of color, a woman of of being from a Latino country. Like it's crazy. Like the amount of opportunity you have here in the United States, in Los Angeles, in California, where there's like, millions of us like if you Mm -hmm. think about the support system that we can build for each other it's insane
0: yeah
1: it's insane i just think about it and it blows my mind every time
0: same i remember like at first i was very standoffish when it came to social media i was that person like i was like if we haven't talked in two years i'm not adding you like i was Mm -hmm. that person and it's crazy because like now like I don't know. It's crazy how God works because now like the thing that I hated the most is like what I'm pursuing now. Um, but when followers like started coming in and they're like, you guys are too nice. It's too good to be true. And I was just like, no, like, oh, and I remember I would be, I would tell my dad, Oh, these comments are so neat. He's like, it's okay. Like trust your path. Like in the future, like everything will pay off. And like, seeing it now like I'm happy with like the group we've all built Mm -hmm. how everyone like we don't always see each other but there's support yeah like even with Lulu and Maria I think I've said this story before but how the expansion came about so we had the other little side and we just started popping off because the Food Network posted us and then like it just it was a chain reaction and It was hard because, like, yes, like, we're busy, but, like, also, there's all these COVID laws that we have to enforce or we could get shut down. So, like, so there's, like, all these COVID regulations that we have to enforce now. And it's, like, how do I keep everyone six feet apart? How do, like, it's crazy, right? So then we ended up getting this location and the permits and all that, it it was a hassle. Like, Mm -hmm. it's L.A., it's a hassle. And then when Mr. Biggs came in, like, he didn't tell me when he would post the video. Mm-hmm. He just said, I'll post it soon, but I don't know when because I'm busy with work. Like, he's a busy person. But he randomly posted it. And I remember the next day we had a line. And we were still building this side. And so um, we, you know, we had all the permits. But we were forced to open ahead of time, which is good, you know. Yes, but I, I never had, like, a proper grand opening And Lulu Um, and Maria were just like, no, you need to have one. mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, we could do it in two weeks. And I was just like, two weeks, like what the heck?
1: (laughs) That's so So, fast.
0: um, They ended up helping me and pulling it together. We were like noticed by like CNN and all these other outlets. And it was crazy because that was the day where we broke record at 11 Mm a.m. And I was like, Mm -hmm. to break record at 11 a.m. I was like. Two years ago I was like in the negatives, like oh, yeah. um, but the support that everyone brings. Yeah. And so social media is yeah. amazing. It
1: really, really is. I I'm telling you, I've gone just viral a few times yeah. just showcasing the work that I uh-huh. do. Um it's very detailed. Um, but just like again, I honestly I don't even I think when Maria followed me, I don't even think I had a thousand followers, to be honest with you. I really didn't even uh-huh. have anything. But it, it does like that doesn't matter. Like honestly, like I love social media. I think yeah. it's it's great in all the senses of like if you're gonna put yourself out there the way you are, like I admire mm-hmm. that too. Like again, like mm-hmm. I I mean, how would I have known of how would we even be friends now? Like just meeting each other and like yeah. you know, and it's crazy before I even met her. I order like I'll order her food. Like I live up the street from here. I don't live that far. <laughs> I think I'm like four miles away. Oh my god! Yeah, so I will just like order through like DoorDash. You guys are on DoorDash, yeah. yeah. I order on DoorDash all the time. So I'm like, do I want to cook or can I just have some chilaquiles today? Like, <laughs> I love and that. then like I'm like, I'm gonna order. I'm gonna support my friend's business. That's but imagine social media like social media. does yeah. that for you. That's just like okay there's support and then Uh you everyone like what you get that one client who loves your food or that one client who comes in and walks in and you made a good impression on them now they're gonna go talk to their friends and their family and their friends and it's just like this big snowball effect yeah Yeah, of success and i love that i love how you're just sharing that it's amazing thank
0: you and like when i met maria too i had like 200 followers so the fact that we're all growing together that, that's just amazing. I, I'm excited <laughs> for 2023 and everything it has in store. Like if we could, butt this year, like 2023 is going to be Yeah. Star. It'll be, it'll be our year. It's, it's going to be, be our, our year. year. Yes. <laughs> but I'm going to end off with this. What advice would you give to someone who wants to start in the beauty space, who wants to do it solo?
1: A beauty space and solo.
0: They'll be their own boss, girl boss. Okay,
1: so if you want to be your own beauty boss, I'll, I'll call it a beauty yeah, boss.
0: I love
1: that. I I'm put that on the shirt. <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah. Okay, you guys, I'm gonna trademark this no, yeah. I'm <laughs> Beauty boss merch. That is cute. Oh, it's really okay. Hot. I would. What I would advise is first study, study. Like, go in and educate yourself. Like, for real, for real. Like, you know, I know that like being like young and you just want to throw yourself in there and it's it's good if you can get hands-on and practice and like be creative or network and you know do a lot of volunteer work or even do apprenticing apprentice, that's great. But what I would really recommend is getting like your education first, then go into your creative space and there from there go ahead and experience as much as you can. Um, I don't I don't know like I know that there's a who to go like straight from like beauty school into a business. Mm-hmm. I say give yourself some time to learn, grow and understand what where your passion is. Like yeah. what is your passion? What is your niche? Like really niche down to what you love. And then from there you can grow from that because I think if you just kind of like wanna start but not do it in a professional way, it always backfires mm-hmm. and, I, and I, that's even happened to me like i i started another business besides like i have ice beauties but i also started like the aesthetic side like the permanent makeup side of it so i became a tattoo artist too mm-hmm. so now i'm a tattoo artist in los angeles in and TV. in yeah in pasadena which is crazy
0: i'm gonna tag all her pages
1: you know, <laughs> yeah thank you and that again like I wanted to do it so bad, and I didn't. I didn't realize, and this is what I mean. It backfires. I I didn't realize that the first academy or the first school that I went to wasn't accredited, and so like I did, I did study and I did all this work for nothing. So it literally like crumbled. My dream crumbled. So then I had to start again from scratch. And but again, I went into a different school where they were accredited by the state of California. And then with no brush, I took my time. I did three different credentials with them and came out as a like licensed certified tattoo artist. Mm-hmm. And then I got my permits to actually have my studio built in my, my place now. So if if I if I would have taken the correct route, if I wouldn't rush, mm-hmm. like those are that's what I mean by backfire. I think that's the, my biggest advice is like really pay attention to like the things that you want detail by detail no rush educate yourself fully like even when you want to do things just because oh like it's gonna make me money or paid and that's where I'm telling you I have such a hard time like balancing the business woman with the creative because I'm like oh this makes money but like these thoughts that I'm having or these creative thoughts that I'm having sometimes like as much as I want them to happen right away, they take time and then yeah. I have to educate myself. I have to do it right.
0: I feel you. And I, I think, cause you're a very spontaneous person as well. <laughs> yes, yeah, super spontaneous. You. I'm oh like, let's gosh. do it. So like, you are <laughs> like spontaneous and creative. It's just like, cause I've, I've had those moments where I like, I don't know how this is so bad. And I've talked to other business owners as well. And yeah, like sometimes we have to sit and think, like logically, because mm-hmm. um, in July um, I've, there's this project. I'll I'll tell you about it right now. But I was just like so stubborn, like this. I've never seen someone do this, and like I was like looking for all the licensing, and like I kept on getting turned down and turned down. And they like, okay, like we're gonna come take a look. So they come take a look, and I ended up like needing to invest $15,000 for it and it like it backfired on me but I was like but if I had a and taken the proper steps like we wouldn't be in this situation but I think that's amazing advice because like you know any business owners you have to be spontaneous and your creativity like plays a big role in it Mm -hmm. so yeah literally sit with your options level it out patience mm-hmm. patience is a virtue that yes. i'm learning to have <laughs> but yeah i i love that advice it's it's amazing advice because again any business owner yeah like, any business owner yeah.
1: think about it. it it business i think it's a it's such a beautiful like subject it, yeah. it translates the same in all the aspects of business like it doesn't matter what kind of business you have you mm-hmm. can Literally create a business just using the same mm-hmm. steps. It just depends on what kind of, you know, what the creative outlet is, yeah. or if it's like food or beauty or yeah. you know merch. It doesn't matter. You're still gonna follow those that same formula yeah. to get the results that you want. But again, I even though you're gonna take risk, make sure that you study the risk. I think yeah. like like but life is a gamble. I always say that. Yeah. We gotta take those risks. Right? And, we're, we're,
0: we're never going to know. <laughs> You're never going to know until we make that leap. But Thank you so thank much you for coming out. on. I will tag her business and all of her socials below. And see you guys next episode. Thank you for having me. See you next time.